Hi there, my name is Mungara Kimashia. I am a pastor at Christ is the Answer Ministries, and it's a privilege for you to be watching this, listening this. God bless you, and I trust that every video we've been doing has been a blessing to you. And today I want to talk about the giants. Can somebody say giants? You know, we need to serve God regardless of the giants around us. And this will be based on the book of Joshua, chapter 14. As a ministry and as a church, we've been on the theme, Give Me This Mountain. And I believe that someone outside there needs to hear this word, that indeed you can serve God regardless of the giants round about you. Welcome. When we talk about giants, I don't know what comes to mind, but for, for me, I, I think of this big human thing, you know, bigger than a mountain, or I think of Goliath, the one that was slain by, by, by David. And when you read the book of Joshua chapter 14, we see a man that's 85, by his name Caleb, one who is full of so much energy, one who is full of so much power, and he's so audacious in his faith to the point that we read that he asked for a mountain from the Lord. He actually says, yes, I'm 85, yes, I'm old, but I'm as vigorous as I was when Joshua sent me to go and explore the land. And he actually says, now give me this mountain. And I'm here to encourage someone, maybe there are giants round about your life. For some of you, that giant can be a sickness, it can be a financial situation that you're going through, it can be a difficulty that you've actually prayed to God over and over and over and the giants seem to still be very strong and actually it's growing bigger. But I'm here to remind you that your service to God is not based on whether the giant is there or not. Caleb knew that the land he wanted to occupy, he knew that the mountain he wanted to take over was surrounded by giants because actually the report that they come back with, you remember Joshua and Caleb? They are the only two out of the 12 spies that were sent out to explore Canaan that came back with a positive report. The rest came and said the land actually divorced. It eat up those who even live in it. The land is full of giants. The Nephilims live there. But Caleb, despite of him, yes, acknowledging that the land is fortified, that the land is big, that yes, the people there are big, the land, you know, is flowing with milk and honey, he was still careful to take God at his word. And the presence of giants in that land never hindered his ministry. And so I'm here to remind someone that actually faith in God, you know, and knowing what God has said will put action to that which you want to claim. You know, Caleb knew what God had said and what had God said that actually God will give the Israelites the land to possess. And so despite the giants around, despite the walls being fortified, you know, despite the impossibilities, despite the negative report, Caleb held on to this one fact. He knew what God had said concerning the land of Canaan. And so today, for you to be in a position to serve God, regardless of the giants and the difficulties and the mountains around you you need to hear what is God saying 
concerning that situation you're going through. What is his word saying? What are his promises over your life? You know you're there maybe, you have a giant in a condition of sickness. The word of God says that by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. And so I challenge you, begin serving God. Put action into your faith and begin doing something for the Lord even as you wait on him to help you slay the giants. So one thing we see in Caleb, that irregardless of the giants round about him and him asking for his mountain, he knew and he remembered what God had said. And guess what? We are in a constant war. And as a believer, we have to wage war against the real enemy. Now, the real enemy is not that neighbor whom you're calling a giant because maybe they took over something that belonged to you. Maybe they are not kind to you. Your enemy is not your boss. So stop actually calling them the mountain or the giant. The real enemy is the one who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And that's the devil. And so, as you serve God, kindly note that some of the giants you're facing is as a result, they are as a result of the workings of the enemy. And so as you wage war, as you seek to possess the inheritance of God and the blessings of God over your life in 2020, as you seek to serve God, you know, regardless of the giants round about you, I remind you to wage war against the real enemy. Don't look for sideshows, don't look for other things, but focus on the real enemy and remind him that his place is under your feet that you're an overcomer hallelujah that you're more than a conqueror that you're healed that you're blessed and that your destiny is secure in the lord and then something else we see is that all of us as we seek to possess our mountains as we seek to serve god regardless of what is around us yes we are fighting the real enemy who is the devil Yes, we are remembering what God has said in his word concerning our situation. But thirdly, I want each one of us to have a mission. Why are you living? You know, you cannot be audacious and courageous as Caleb was if, you do, if your life is just flowing. You know, you're the type that flows with the wind. You're the type that says, oh, let's go buy land in Malindi. You're in Malindi. Oh, let's go overcome this. You're there. Please have a mission. Caleb knew that his mission was actually to possess the very inheritance that God had given the children of Israel. And he stuck to that mission. He fought the real enemy, who was the devil, who wanted to discourage them. You know, he remembered God's word. And that's why I believe he was able to serve God and to occupy the land because he was a man of mission. And I want to challenge someone who is watching this. Do you know your mission? Do you know why you're living? Do you actually know why you're praying? Please have a focus, have a mission, and so that you are able to overcome everything that comes your way. But finally, on top of remembering what God has said, secondly, on top of fighting the real enemy who is the devil, and thirdly, on top of having a mission, the fourth thing that will help you serve God, regardless of the giants round about you, is the conviction. Can somebody say conviction? Now, conviction is that inner assurance, you know, inner drive, you know, inner feeling, the fact that you know and you know and you know and you can't explain why you know, but you just know. And the Bible says, I know whom I have believed in and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed to him against the day. And so I want to remind you, you're there, you want to serve God, you want to occupy your mountains, 
You want to, you know, show that your God is mighty, he's a healer, he's a deliverer. I'm here to remind you, have a conviction. Have a conviction that your God is able. You know, Caleb asks for the mountain. And when we read in Joshua chapter 14, we are not seeing a man who is begging. We are not seeing a man who is saying, Weshe, give me, please. He's actually saying, now give me this mountain. Now, that can only be a statement that is out of conviction. That can only be a statement that is out of an inner drive of someone who has had a personal encounter with the Lord. And so I remind us that we need to have conviction and so that we have confidence in God. With those four nuggets, I can remind you, you will be able to surmount any giant, you will be able to surmount any mountain that comes your way. And actually, you will smile around church, at your workplace, at home, wherever you are positioned by God, you will actually serve and represent God despite the giants and despite the negativity that is round about you. And so may the Lord bless you even as you slay those giants. May the Lord bless you as he builds conviction in you, as you remind yourself what God has said, you know, as you seek to fight the real enemy and as you seek to have faith in God and in God alone because his word is true and he's well able. Father, I thank you for men and women who are surrounded by giants in their life. I pray that, Lord, in them you will build conviction. I pray that in them you will build faith. I pray that in them, oh God, you will build confidence that they will be able to arise and serve you and slay the giants because they will remember that it is you who spoke, not them, not their feelings, but it is promised in your word. And so I bless them, those who want to give their lives to you, oh God, I pray that you'd convict them that they may know you, you who to know is life forevermore. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. And just in case you don't want to talk to a counselor, you don't want to talk to a pastor, you don't want to give your life to the Lord, I invite you, dial that number. You know, reach out to us. There's a number appearing on your screen right now. And I believe the Lord is going to bless you, to increase you, and to help you serve him despite the giants round about you. God bless you. Thank you.